This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. All right, so we're going to look real quick at Mark 12 and verse 30 in the Message Bible. Amen? Do you know that even as a Christian that you can become, um, your wood can get wet? Whether you've been even saved maybe for a week or you've been saved for 40, 50 years, if you're not careful, you know, then your wood, wood can become wet. And what I mean by that is that your fire will start to dwindle down. And if you're not careful before you know it, there ain't no fire. There's just a little bit of warmth. And uh, that can be a very dangerous thing to be. You know, it's just like in the natural, you have to keep your body fed, okay, and hydrated, or if not, you'll end up dying. Well, you can die spiritually and sit right in the church, even volunteer for stuff, but spiritually be dead. And all you're doing is going through the motion. So we don't want to do that, right? So hopefully I'm going to help you today. God wants us to ignite our passion once again for him. So in Mark 12, 30, it tells us, so love the Lord God with all your passion. He didn't say just a little tiny bit. He said with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. Guess what? Being passionate for God will give you some energy. It'll give you some super on your natural It'll redeem time that the enemy has stolen. It will take a day, and in the natural, when you don't put God first and you do it in your own, you're limited to what you can do. But I guarantee you this. You try this. You start honoring God first. Put him first in your day. Get a little, get, start getting your fire built up again, okay? And I guarantee you that they'll, you'll get done at the end of the day and go, oh, my God, how did I do that? And then even if you didn't get everything done, guess what? There'll just come a peace. That's all right, I'll just do that tomorrow. See, I'm telling you, God will put his super on your natural, but you can do and get things done better with him and be more productive than you can do when you do it on your own. God created us for passion. Do you know the creative force behind all kinds of great things? And you know, all of us know, everything was created by God, but the enemy has took many things and perverted them. So don't throw it all out the window. God created it. We just got to get a lot of this back under God. Amen? But God created everything. And listen, the creative force behind many great things like art, drama, music, beautiful architectural buildings, writings and books and songs, all came because somebody had a passion. Somebody had a passion. Nothing great is ever accomplished in life without passion. You've got to have a passion for something. Nothing is ever sustained without passion. Because if the passion don't stay after it, guess what? It'll die and disappear. Passion is what energizes life. Passion is what energizes you and me. Passion is what makes the impossible possible. Passion is contagious. See? Dead, wet wood is not. But a person that's full of the passion and the fire of God is contagious. Some people may not even know what it is, but all they know is there's something different about you. 
It becomes contagious. Amen. Passion gives you a reason to get up every morning. But we need to be more passionate about God than you do your job. Amen. Because you're thinking all I'm doing is getting a paycheck. Let me tell you, you know, God ultimately is the one that signs your paycheck. So get passionate about God. Let him be first in your morning and you're getting up and your paycheck will go above and beyond anything you could think or imagine. God's well able to bring in money beyond that job, bring in provision and favor beyond the job when he's number one and we're passionate about him. So will you get up in the morning because you're passionate about God and doing something for him. We need to get up saying, God, give me that opportunity today. Who needs to hear that you love them? Who needs to just say, hear somebody say, hey, how are you doing? I hope you have a good day. I'll pray for you. Who needs me today, God, to say something to them? Get up being passionate about what you can do for others. And as you do for others, guess what? Our life automatically gets better because you're sowing seeds, right? People for our life. Without passion, life will become boring. It can become routine. Then guess what? Then you start settling. Then the next thing you know, you're just going through the motions. You show up at church, you hear the same thing, you go out and do the same thing. We're not changed because we've lost our passion. You've got to keep the passion. Without passion, you don't want to become just going through the motions because God created us with emotions to have passion for him and to have passion in your life and passion for what he's called you to do. God wants you to live a passionate life, not just an everyday get by, hope I can make it till tomorrow. No, God wants you to live a passionate, full life, full of joy and peace and happiness. Did you know that passion is what mobilizes armies to go to the front lines? Know that they're risking their life for someone else to stop somebody from hurting innocent people and taking out innocent people. They become passionate about their mission. I've got to save life, so I'm willing to put my life on the line to save someone else's life. It mobilizes them because they become passionate about what they're doing. Passion is what causes the explorers, explorers to go to the unknown, to climb the highest mountains, to do things and go places where no man will boldly go. Amen? Because they have a passion. They can't just climb that, oh, that mountain just because they looked at it one day and goes, oh, that looks nice. No, guess what? There goes a lot of years of training. But they got to be passionate about that because there's going to be a price to pay. They become passionate to go to other places or other countries and missionaries because there's a passion for them to go and make sure that everybody hears the love of Jesus. You don't just wake up and decide you want to do that. You've got to be passionate about it. Passionate will cause an athlete to go from average to great. Passion will cause that athlete to break records to win the gold, the silver, the bronze, because they had a passion. It wasn't just, oh, well, today I'll think about it and tomorrow. No, they practice for four years, work hard every day. Well, you've got to be passionate. How much more should we be passionate about God and all he's called us to do? Amen. To excel for the better God has for you, we're going to have to get passionate about him again. The number one thing that God wants us to know is if we'll love him passionately, things will change. Things will turn around in our lives. 
Nothing else matters if we don't love God passionately and wholeheartedly because that's when things will change. Without a passion for God, your life will become stagnant and just get by, just get by. And guess what? Not many people are attractive to just get by. They're not attractive to things that are stagnant, amen, that don't have any life in them. He wants you to love him wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly. He wants you to be passionate about him as he's passionate for us. He loves us passionately. He gave everything for you and for me. Just like we talked about in Mark 12 and 30, it said, Jesus said, love the Lord God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. Passion in the Greek is the word heart. God is saying, I want you to put some heart in this. I want you to put some muscle in this thing. I want you to love me and serve me passionately. I want you to put some energy and emotion in this relationship with me. I want you to give me priority, and then I'll take care of the rest. Stop being wishy-washy, in and out, up and down with your relationship with God. That when it's convenient, I serve him. When, it's, when I'm in trouble, I serve him. When I need something, I serve him. No, God said, get up in this thing. I want to do more for you. But you've got to get all the way up in this. Give it your all. Give everything you've got. God said, if you follow me, follow me. And do it with passion. Do it with passion. Get excited. Get some spark in your walk. Get a little spark in your talk when you talk about God. Let it be ignited with the flames of God so that when you talk, people want to listen. Amen. Because all of a sudden you're saying something that has an anointing on it. You don't have to understand it, but I'm going to tell you, see, if you'll get this passion, you'll feed it, then when you're around people, you don't even have to say a whole lot. They just know there's something you got and they want it. They feel the spark. They feel the heat. They feel the fire. They don't know, but they just say, let me get a little closer because, oh, that feels good. Let me get a little closer to you because that really feels good. Let me tell you, see, when you get passionate, other people will be drawn to the passion that you have for God. Give it your all. Get some enthusiasm. Get a zest and a fire for God and people will want to be around you. People will want to hear what you got to say. Living passionately brings results, good results, positive results, life-changing results. It tells us through the whole Bible to seek God passionately, not to lay down and when it feels good or when I get enough rest or when I'm in real lot of trouble, then I'll seek him. It says, no, seek him daily with all of your heart. Seek him passionately. Seek him with your whole being. Love God passionately. Serve God passionately. Obey God passionately. Trust him passionately. Let's look in Colossians 3, 23 in the Amplified. Amen? Listen, because God said doing everything passionately. When it comes to loving and serving our God, do it passionately. Do it with all of your heart, all of your soul. 
Colossians 3.23 tells us, whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul. Not just laying around, well, whatever. No, from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for men. You need to do everything we do is unto God, not unto man. So when you go to that job and the boss don't act right and the co-workers don't act right, it won't be hard for, do, for you to do your job with excellence because you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for him. Then it won't be hard for you to come up in this house and volunteer for whatever needs to be done. Be here every Sunday. Be here every Wednesday. Come here with a passion. What can I do for God? Because you know that your paycheck is coming from God. That God rewards a faithful servant. God said, I reward those who are faithful. I reward those who bless me so that I can bless them. Be a blessing to others. Come with a servant's heart. Do you know that there's benefits in serving God? There ain't no job. Ain't no state. Ain't nobody can give you the benefits that God gives you. You give of your time and your energies and your money, and I'm telling you the benefits, the benefits, the mountains get moved. The body gets whole. The family gets restored. You got peace that passes all understanding, joy that's unspeakable. Your life begins to change. You get a little bit of a, little bit of a jump in your step now. You ain't moping around like this. Oh, no, now, baby, you're walking. You're walking with the king. Your daddy said, hold your head up, baby, because you're my child. I'm going to take care of everything. You don't have to mope around. You get to get on fire. Get some energy about you. God will help you so you ain't tired all the time because he'll put a super on your natural. Today in our world, it's okay to be passionate about everything else. You get passionate about how many times everybody liked your message. And half the time, you didn't even mean what you said. And some of you say too much. You need to get off of Facebook. My Lord God, we really don't care what everybody's eating and drinking and who you hating and whatever. What kind of a testimony? And it really shocks me when I see a Christian on there talking ugly. Dear God, help us. Now, how you think that's going to... And then come back and apologize, but you've already done it 20 other times. Okay? Keep your stuff to yourself. But we get excited about Facebook and how many liked us and how many selfies I can take in a day. We get excited about sports and food and movie and clothes and if everybody likes me and if they don't, what I drive. We get excited about everything else and passionate, but what about being passionate about God? It ain't wrong with them other things, but we got to get it right. See, God's got to be first. Get passionate about him and then all that other stuff will line up and balance out. But it's not politically correct to be passionate about God or to say, oh God, I heard God say a thing. God's speaking to me. But oh yeah, but we can hear from other things and we can, you know, hear all kinds of other spooky stuff, but don't say you're hearing from God. That's not politically correct. Let's look at Romans 12 and 11, because let me tell you something. It says, never lacking in zeal, but keep spiritual fervor. Keep yourself fired up. 
Don't get lacking in zeal. Don't get. It's easy, I'm telling you, to get wishy-washy. Let's just settle. Well, I don't want to offend anybody. Well, they offend you. And you don't say nothing. Is it offensive to say, I love God, I serve him, and I trust him? You don't have to go beating them over the head with the Bible. Live a life that tells a story of God's goodness and of his love. Let them see you're alive and not dead. Amen? I've heard people say this. Well, I know so-and-so and they're a Christian, but my God, they look like they're half dead every time I see them. What kind of, who wants to be that then? No wonder they say, well, what do I want to serve God for? Because they act like they're just about to just, you know, Roll over and die. Get some zeal about you. Get fired up. But guess what? It's a choice. And it's a discipline on your and my part. I can't do it for you and you can't do it for me. See, you've got to keep your own fire burning. You've got to keep your own self stirred up. Because if not, guess what? Guess what? You'll get stagnant. Then you get stinky. And then you become no good to yourself or to anybody else. Get stirred up. Get fired out. Make the choice. God, I'm going to be passionate for you. Now look, life's going to come. It's going to distract you. It works really hard to keeping us busy, keeping us from being passionate about God, trying to get the, it and everything else up here. And then when I get all done, if I have anything left, then I'll give it to God. No, uh-uh. That's why. That's why you're losing out. That's why the mountains ain't being moved. See, that's why you're not moving into the better. That's why you're still in this take two steps forward and ten steps back. Get God priority and everything else will line up. Get passionate about your daddy, about your father. Because it's for your destiny. The destiny that he has for you. Remember, the fight is for not where you are. But it's for where he's taking you and all the people he's bringing with you. That's where the fight is for. Keep your fire burning. Keep it going. Discipline yourself. Because it's just not automatically going to happen. See, you've got to do your part to keep your fire burning. It's a sad thing we got churches in the world today full of Christians that started out with steam, started out with fire, but now they're just kind of going through the motions. Just getting along and telling everybody else, well, don't worry, after a while it'll wear down. No, you should be getting more, Amen. more. Yes. Your amber should be getting brighter, not less. They should be getting hotter, not cold. Yes. And the times that we're coming in, I'm telling you, you better be on fire for God. Yes. You better know what your father has promised you and told you. If you're not careful, life will suck the life out of you. Circumstances and people will be sure to come by and try to zap. Zap your steam, zap your fire, quench your fire. But that's why we got to be responsible to feed ourselves by through prayer and praising God. Spending time with him so that you can exchange for the victorious life. And that's what people are attractive to. Feeding on the word, that's what keeps your fire fueled. Keeping your passion burning is so critical. It's a matter of life and death. Prayer and praising him 
being in the house of God, being connected with God's people, going to these small groups that we have, being connected, building relationships, that's what keeps your fire burning. Praise him for all that he's done. God's giving you keys every time these doors are open. God's handing out keys that are opening up doors to your life for the better, for the better that has, for your destiny. But you're going to have to choose to be here to get them. Your heavenly Father wants us to live a passionate life because it has life-changing benefits, life-changing benefits. Stir it up. Praise him for all that he's done and all that he's going to do. Begin to just say, God, I'm telling you, I'm not where I am. I'm I'm going further in you. So where I'm at is only temporary. I'm praising you for the next thing. I'm praising you for the next step. I'm not staying here. Oh, no, I'm getting up and moving on because I got more to do for you. You got people that need to come. And if you ain't moving, guess what? You're going to miss out on the next one that's up here. See, they're not back here. They're up here. Every time you step into God, God's got somebody else. You're going to impact their life. Stir it up. Get all that he's promised for you and wants to do in you and through you. But we've got to love him wholeheartedly. Keep the fat passion going. Keep the fires burning. Because passion changes the impossible to the possible. Get passionate once again. Begin to praise him. Let me just give you a little scenario here that even in the natural, if you had fallen in a hole and sand was rushing in on you, and you're just beginning to grasp for air, do you think you would just sit there? No. I think you'd get real passionate about fighting for your next breath, wouldn't you? I think you'd start fighting for everything you could to get that sand up off of you. I think you'd get real passionate about your next breath. Well, how much more passionate should we be about our God? How much more passionate should we be that he is our daily bread, that he is our everything. He is the air that we breathe. How much more passionate should we be about him and have that kind of passion for him because he has that kind of passion for us. Chase him with passion. And I'm telling you, the impossibles are changing to the possibles. As Pastor Ron comes, I'm telling you, God is wanting to ignite a fire in his body like never before because we are coming in some times and in some days that I'm telling you, you can't be wishy-washy. You can't afford to serve God one time a month. You can't afford to serve him on Sunday only. You can't afford to serve him just every once in a while when you get in trouble and you need a reboot. God said this has got to be a daily thing. It's a matter of life and death, not just for you but for your family and all those that are attached to you. It's time to get up in this thing. Because in our pursuing God with passion and everything, God said, then everything in your life will begin to turn around. You'll begin to see change like never before. As you begin to get passionate about God, God said there's going to come a super on your natural. As you begin to get passionate, God said there's a release going to happen in your life. Sickness is going to be broke. There's going to be things that you've been bound for years, for a lifetime. God said, I'm going to break them like never before. I'm going to heal those broken hearts, disappointments. I'm going to bring restoration back into
like never before. God says you get passionate about everything with me. Then that passion will begin to change everything in your life for the better. And your life will become like a magnet. People will be drawn to you. They can't stay away. They don't even know why. They come around you. They don't even know why they begin to tell you stuff. Because that passion is rising up. That passion is drawing them. It's that passion for your love of God is what's drawing them. Not that you know the Bible from the beginning to the end. Not that you can quote 50 scriptures. Not that you can tell them some big theological fancy thing. Not because you have five thing, you know, titles behind your name and in back of your name. No, because they feel a passion. There's a love and a passion in you that they may not understand it. They can't explain it, but there's something in you. And all they know is, I don't know what it is, but I want that. I don't know about you, but I want my life to be like that. I want my life to tell a story of a loving God. And how passionate I am about him because he's so passionately in love with me. I don't know about you, but if you'd like to get that passion reignited again, stirred up, you need to stand up. You need to stand up because God's going to release. God's going to release a fire over his people today. I'm telling you, a stirring. Some of you, your wood ain't not only wet, but I don't want to offend anybody, but some of you, they, they ain't even, I mean, it's, it's wet, wet. Okay, it needs to be, God's breath needs to blow on it, dry it up, and reignite it. But guess what? This time, it's going to be a bigger flame. This time it's going to be a hotter flame. Because see, this time you're in a different place. You've heard a different thing. Now you've got a revelation that you didn't have before. Even some of you, now your fire's hot, but it ain't hot enough. Nobody's fire's hot enough. Nobody's fire's hot enough. Not where it needs to be. All of us need an igniting. All of us need a refiring. Because I'm telling you, there's people out there that are counting on you and me. To get a little excited about something other than how many times you've been liked. How many times you can get a selfie. I'm telling you, life is more than that. People are dying and going to hell. People are waking up every day with an emptiness and a hole in their heart. And they need someone, someone to have some kind of passion that other for themselves to get up and be willing to say, God, use me today. Let me be your flame. Let me be your light in this dark and hurting world. Use me. And you say, well, I'm a quiet person. I don't yell and scream like you. It's not about that. When I say passion, I mean it's in you. All you want to do is wake up, God. I'm going to spend my time with you. And then, God, I want you to use me today. When I go to my job, it's about you. When I go to my work, when I go in the grocery store, it's about you. I'm walking down the street, it's about you. That's what I'm talking about. Get passionate. Okay? You get passionate to get up and go to work to get that paycheck. 
Well, I'm going to tell you, you better get passionate about God and the things of God because that's greater than any paycheck. And then I'll tell you that paycheck at your job will get better. And then God will bring in streams of income. See, it won't just be limited to just that paycheck at your job. See, when you get passionate about God, God said, I can bring it from over here. I can bring it from over here. I ain't limited to that job right there. Blessed to be a blessing. Being passionate about God because he's passionate about us and passionate about those out there. And he needs you and me. To go tell, to go show, to go be. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you right now. There's a stirring happening right now. There's a stirring. I thank you right now. There's a stirring. There's a stirring, a stirring, a stirring. Oh, God, stir us, stir us, stir us. I thank you right now that there's a stirring. There's a release. Eyes have been opened. Even hearts have been, been healed, God. And even where the enemy has been lying and saying, well, you can't do nothing. You can't make a difference. Look at you. Look at you. Look how many times you've messed up. Look how many times you've fell, fallen down. God said, that's all right. Today's a new day. Today's a day we're starting over. Today's a day of refiring. Today's a day where your passion is going to be ignited like never before. Today's a day where the impossible is turning possible. I thank you right now for touching bodies. I thank you for touching minds. I declare right now peace. Peace over minds, God, right now. That they're learning, God, to replace fear with faith. That there'll be no more distractions. I thank you for moving out what needs to be moved. Moving people out that need to be moved. God, if they're not bringing more of you, it's time to pray for them from a distance. If their people are being influenced by them, instead of them being the influencer, it's time for them to be moved from a distance. I thank you for bringing the ones to God that want you that want to hear about you. I thank you right now that, God, there's some things right now that people have struggled with for years and years and years and years where the enemy has tormented them from what was done to them physically, mentally, and emotionally. And right now, God said, I'm healing that. I'm making that whole. I'm making it new. I'm taking what the enemy meant to destroy you to try to take you out, to try to shut you up. God said, I'm turning that around right now. I'm healing that right now, supernaturally. Only God could do this. Ain't no psychiatrist. There ain't no nothing could do what God can heal. I'm telling you, God heals emotions. God heals physical abuse, mental abuse. Right now, I thank you right now. God's putting his super on your natural right now. Wholeness of mind. And that thing is the past. I thank you even, God, whether that person even that did this to them is either whether they're alive or whether they're dead. You're able to say, God, I forgive that. I forgive them. And I'm whole. I'm walking whole. I don't carry that no more. There's a scar that just shows me what the enemy tried to stop me. But now when I look at it, I go, but God, but God, now I'm better. Now I'm stronger. I'm going to tell the world my God is a good God. My God is a loving God. What the enemy meant to ruin me, to take me out and destroy me, no, my God has delivered me and made me whole. I'm a whole person. I'm not a half person. I'm not a less person. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm blessed. 
son of the most living, loving God in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just thank you right now for release, a release, a release, God. Oh, God, I thank you right now. There's, I'm telling you, there's a wholeness, a wholeness coming. No more brokenness. I mean, it's even like when you look in the mirror, all you see is brokenness. Even when you look in the mirror, it's like it, it looks cracked to you. God said, no more. When you look in the mirror from now on, you're going to look into the mirror of his word. You're going to look into the mirror of his word, that you're a whole person. That you are God's priority. That you are God's child. And I'm telling you, there's things that are going to be able to now turn around in your life because you're whole. See, you cannot even go on in some things. You've been stuck in some things because you've been broken. But God said, I'm healing you. I'm I'm, you know, it's like the potter. When he puts that back on, I'm telling you, see, it broke. But he can pick that thing back up, make it better than what it was before. You don't even see the cracks. Making it new. In Jesus' name, I thank you for a strengthening come. God's strengthening. There's some things they need to walk away from. There's some things they need to change. But you're going to give them a strength to do that, God. A strength and a boldness to do what you need them to do, God, so they can step into this better. I thank you, God, that they see themselves now. They see themselves as a head and not the tail. They really do see themselves being blessed. No, I've, all generational curses have been broken over lack and poverty and sickness. And no, you've got a new DNA with Jesus Christ. Heart, crack, heart attacks and high blood pressure, okay, and cholesterol in the name of Jesus. We declare God give them wisdom of what things to change and what they need to do. But no, they don't, are not going to live with cancer. They're not going to live with any kind of deforming disease. In Jesus' name, I declare right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, every cell in their bodies right now that are not right are being made right. Every muscle and bone tissue that has even been decayed or destroyed is being restored. Brain cells in the name of Jesus being restored to the days of their youth even from abuse or drugs or the devil's trying to put a disease on them I declare right now those brain cells being restored in Jesus name no more no more no more oh we thank you let's run Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.